WTF is going on? The Uranus-Pluto square. There's a buzzing out there. What's happening with this country, with the poor, the two percenters, the economy, with the bipartisan government, the climate superstorms, tornadoes, with the corporations, with the IRS, the crazy bombings and shootings? What the frig is going on? The madness out there has even penetrated my awareness. My friends have always made fun of me because the news bums me out so much that I don't tend to listen. I've never found a good news channel or newspaper, and all they seem to promote these days is the terrible stuff going on. I guess I'm like Carol King in the intro song. I want to believe in humanity. And right now we are dealing with very powerful universal forces that are demanding changes on a personal and planetary level. The planet Uranus is currently square the planet Pluto. Yes, it's still a planet. What the heck does that mean, eh? It's all in the timing. It started back in June 2012, with a particularly strong current influence from roughly May 15th to June 8th. Expect to feel these exact upcoming squares a couple weeks before and after the following dates. November 1st, 2013, April 21st, 2014, December 15th, 2014, and finally March 17th, 2015. Hold still. Like pulling off a Band-Aid, this may sting a little. Or maybe even a lot. Uranus, the Earth Shaker, is in the sign of Aries, the warrior. It wants to aggressively, Aries, stir things up and create change where things have gone stagnant. Uranus. Pluto, the planet of death and rebirth, is in the sign of Capricorn, which could be said to rule the world of corporations. This suggests that what is no longer true or functional, Pluto, within corporations or organizations, Capricorn, has got to be cleaned out like a festering wound, a dash of Chiron, revealing what's pure and real within. Pluto. Uranus sets off the changes that Pluto is now demanding of us. What isn't working will be knocked down so that it can be rebuilt. Like cleaning out the garage, old, outmoded ways of being are tossed so that we can be more authentic and have meaningful relationships with ourselves and others. On a personal level, anything that stopped being functional in your life or is no longer serving you has got to be sheared away. By the way, the death referred to by Pluto here need not mean literal death, but rather the severing of anything that's not true. So, if you've been feeling particularly icky now, that's probably why. I'm right in there with you, believe me. This has happened before. We tend to discover planets when we are ready to apply their message. Uranus, the earth shaker and bringer of change, was discovered in 1781 just prior to the French Revolution. Pluto, the planet of death and rebirth and the revealer of truth, was discovered in 1930 just prior to Nazi Germany. The last time these two planets were in relationship with one another by conjunction was in the mid-1960s, a time when the old way of doing things, the status quo, was no longer acceptable. Incidentally, Pluto, the planet that reveals truth, was demoted during George W. Bush's administration. 
Hmm. Hiding our heads in the sand. I recently read an article by Chris Hedges entitled Rise Up or Die, which rather perfectly describes this Uranus-Pluto phenomenon. One of Mr. Hedges's points, more than 100 million Americans, one-third of the population, live in poverty or a category called near poverty. Yet the stories of the poor and the near poor, the hardships they endure, are rarely told by a media that is owned by a handful of corporations. Viacom, General Electric, Rupert Murdoch's News Corp., Clear Channel, and Disney. The suffering of the underclass, like the crimes of the power elite, has been rendered invisible. Mr. Hedges's article suggests that rebellion is our next step. Now, I am essentially a pacifist, and hiding our heads in the sand leaves our butts in the air. Uranus-Pluto will not simply let us wait this one out. Change is being demanded. And the more we as a society ignore this demand, the louder it will become. And you know I'm about choice and the law of attraction, which states that what you focus upon, you get. Despair will only bring more reasons for despair. Fear of scarcity brings more scarcity. Look for the lesson on a personal level. Socioeconomic forces at play in the world are impacting us personally. It's time to pull ourselves out of any negative thinking and look at how this time can serve our learning personally. Moaning and groaning and wallowing will only bring more reasons to moan and groan. Yes, change can be hard. And with the fuel provided by this square, we have a greater chance to create something meaningful if we acknowledge that we are not helpless victims. How have each of us participated in creating our current situations? What part, however small, have we each played that permitted our situation to spin out of control? When we look at our own involvement, we can take charge of that involvement and change our behavior to create a better outcome. When we insist we are helpless victims, that is what we will remain. What is this challenging time revealing to you about you? What old behaviors are ready to shift into new, more authentic ways of being? Find your own truth now. Welcome your personal changes with open arms, and it may not feel like such a shock. Or you could fight it and have it hurt even more. My suggestions. Let's rebel by no longer accepting the status quo within ourselves first. We have to focus upon the essential goodness in humanity because that's what we want more of, and it is out there. It's just not deemed to be exciting news. Focus upon the abundance that is truly here for everyone if we can get beyond greed and fear of scarcity. For example, if 313 million Americans contributed just five cents a day, we could save... $15,650,000 a day. That's $15,650,000 a day. There's plenty out there. Focus upon what we want for this planet. Envision it and then do your own part. And most importantly, focus upon making our own lives 
the most authentic expression of our souls. When we do that, we set the example for others and can help them rise to the challenge. As Marianne Williamson said, as we let our own light shine, we'll unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. In the face of these challenging times, I suggest we shine as consciously as we can. Always infinite possibilities. Always your choice. For more information about Luminance Coaching or to schedule a complimentary 30-minute phone session, check out the website, luminancecoaching.com or call 646-770-1747. Now here's the rest of Carol King with Believe in Humanity. Maybe, um...